because you know what the musicians who made all that great music that's enhanced your lives throughout the years real fucking high on drugs <laughs> My name is Misha Sandoval. I will be your host for this podcast, Tone Devs. Welcome to this episode. How is everyone doing? I hope well. The weather as far as today goes has been really nice. It's really gloomy. The air is just right. We have also wind, which my voice almost went out there, but also cool. But it's been nice. I didn't get around in actually working out today just because I had some stuff to do when I was running around but either way I've been pretty consistent with that which uh no one asked me and I'm just I'm voluntarily telling everyone but yeah to get into this ep into this episode I wanted to introduce the room I only have Diesel today so at any point during the time I happen to bring him up you will know who I am referring to cool what's up but the positive side to everything that I just said is that I have been actually enjoying rollerblading more than I even know how to describe. And what that means is that I have such feelings that I can't even describe to you on how this is making me feel. It's literally worked so much for me in rollerblading because I feel that I'm just in a different headspace while doing it. And it's definitely taking me out certain moods and of thinking or missing or remembering. And I mean, the list can go on and on, but it's taking me out of that. And I can't even explain it to you. I've felt an ounce of freedom and keep a close eye in my surroundings. It's taught me how to be more alert is what I'm saying. And... Yeah, it's shocking because when I started first rollerblading after such a long time, and I've talked about this before, so if I sound redundant, then hey, just explaining it again. But anyway, so um, getting into this after such a long time, I was so fucking paranoid, and thankfully up to now I haven't fallen, which is like, fucking rad to me because hey I'm holding my shit down literally but I was so paranoid to even ride on top of like rocks because everything was making me trip I was rollerblading too spread out like my legs were spread out more than they should so I would become more exhausted then I got the blisters and then I couldn't do it again and the rollerblades at the time when they came in got in at such a perfect time because I was just going through it so fucking bad emotionally and that took me off immediately from thinking of anything so it worked and then I got the fucking blisters and then had to deal with those for about two weeks straight which completed the purpose of me even feeling I guess excited about anything (laughs) so then my mind was just going again 
and I was feeling a little bit trapped and not myself. <laughs> but finally, I think I got myself again and I'm just starting to think more positive things while even rollerblading. It's just crazy because I think our, our, our subconscious just runs on pure negativity and pretty much savvy shit. And it's hardly there in your mind that you have to think anything positive for yourself or for other people. It's just some somehow we have more negative thoughts than we do positive. So it's such a counteract effect. But I don't know why I'm going on with that. It's just a feeling that I can't sometimes explain. And I think this is one of them. So cool. <laughs> yeah, all I'm saying is rollerblading is fucking dope. Anyway, so in a conversation, Bill Gates gets brought up and the conversation was more of somehow Bill Gates had some sort of ties with Morningstar Farms. And for anyone who doesn't know what Morningstar Farms is, is a company that sells vegan supplements such as sausage, nuggets, and you know, vegan goods, right? Or vegetarian goods. Anyway, so to make the long story short, Bill Gates has zero ties with Morningstar Farms. But see, this is how rumors get created. But he came up in a conversation and it was said that basically Bill Gates may have, hi Bubba, may have had some sort of ties with them. And then I started digging in because of course I'm on this shit like white on rice, right? Because I have so much shit to say if he did, in fact, had some sort of ties with Morningstar, but he didn't. So I did find out a bunch of other stuff, which I almost want to talk about it, but then I don't want to talk about it because it's just far too much. And quite frankly, I don't want to go through the editing, especially the editing work, especially when it comes down to talking on Bill Gates. It just has zero point to it, but it also has so many points to it. You get what I'm saying? But anyway, this fucking guy has pockets. Like, I mean, he has his hands on so many different pockets. And what I mean by that is that a lot of the things that you see on the shelf so much sold to you is pretty much diabetes in a bottle, which everyone knows that you shouldn't even get that one. But the fact that is affiliated to Bill Gates comes as no surprise to me. <sighs> I can feel myself getting worked up. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, my point is, I guess the fucking thing got debunked because it really had no debunking to do because it's not even true. But how cool in theory would it have been and funny would it have been if Bill Gates did have in fact some sort of affiliation with Morningstar Farms? And I don't know why I'm even bringing this up, but I just needed to say it because this fucking guy is seriously, I can't even describe it, but he's in so much shit right now. Like I couldn't even find anything online because all that's coming up is a bunch of articles of his divorce, which, okay, do you really want to get in depth of his personal life right now when he has all this shit that's happening or there's all these rumors about him. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I think that's enough of my, on Bill Gates. I've already wasted too much time. So let's go on that coffee break or... Yeah.
So I saved you from that because technically I did not want to linger on talking more about Bill Gates because it's just bad news. I mean, Bill Gates, bills you pay, you know, once you think about bills, it's kind of like, oh, boy, boy. but then it's like the reality of things too. Does that make sense? But also, no, it doesn't. Cool. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Uh, anyway, so let's talk about last week's episode. For anyone who got around and listening to it, first and foremost, a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart. I truly mean that when I say that. I am beyond sincere. I could not be more of being sincere. Get it? But I am thankful, and here's why. Number one, it's like everyone has shit to do. I'm a product of that myself. And I've been so consistent, not so much because I feel like I have to, but it's more of I want to, right? And on top of that, the first episode that I've done for the longest duration of time. But not only that, it came also with so much fucking work. I took two whole days, and I kid you not, to figure out how to properly edit this sort of length because every time I was saving it, it would literally just, it would, like, even thinking about it is stressful enough, but it would constantly just overlap sections of conversation and bundle them together, and it was just a fucking recipe of pure confusion like the purest so a lot of what I dealt with in the beginning of the episode started creeping up on last week's episode which was extremely difficult to even wrap my head around how to properly even edit but thankfully YouTube comes in handy because I ended up searching on how to properly do it and the editing etc etc but anyway I guess what I'm going and where I'm going with this is that I'm extremely thankful that everyone took the time because ah, I can't even tell you like legitimately was two days of just strictly editing and I heard the final product and honestly I was just like oh shit he did it and that was me that was fucking me but <laughs> Uh, I'm not planning to stop, at least not anytime soon. It's going to take me a while to bounce back to being 100%. I mean, I feel like I am getting there, which I've explained already before. But I do want to say that it's it's honestly, it's so amazing that anyone has really took the time to listen. And they've also virtually fucking taking it out, but I'm not going to make this too fucking sensitive. But yeah, I guess I wanted to say thank you. So there's that. Cool. These conversations can get a bit intense, so I have to always remain and keep my composure so I won't get overly excited. But anyway, the clip that I played in the beginning of the episode is Dan Pena, which is also known as the Trillion Dollar Man. And if no one knows who he is, he's a financial analyst on Wall Street, which, by the way, Wall Street is fucking known to be the most sus things out there, but that's here nor there. I'm not going to get into that particularly right now, but I will at some point, okay? But anyway, so Dan Pena is known for giving these seminars that basically 
make you, I guess, more uh, just to enhance your performance and everything that you do. So he's some sort of, lack for better words, a motivational speaker when it comes down to business and doing what you need to do. So he manages and his thing is also being in control, right? And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I guess I'll let him explain it. But I don't know how much money you could honestly get with getting away with the way he talks to people. But I also finding I find it to be the most funny as shit because he's actually to your face telling you this. And this is like well-respected people that go to him for advice in order for them to incorporate or become quote-unquote better in their business. But anyway, here nor there, but also it is here and there. Um, let me play this clip. Hold on, that's a fuck. My generation talks about their memories. I talk about my dreams. And I'm going to be the next American Prime Minister of Britain. Come on, Dan Pena. You know who the first one was? Churchill. What do you say to people that say, Dan, you promote violence and we pass that? This is a kind of gentle world. There's laws, all that stuff. Yeah, I'll say fine. Stay poor. <laughs> when you can take a guy who has amoeba for a brain and he clocks up 40 million, you are God. A bit much, but you get where I'm going with this, right? So that's him. And I thought I should just kind of give you an insight on how he speaks when he talks about people, but also just kind of give you a overall idea of what this fucking guy does. But again, I, I don't know if I should admire him or I should just bash him all around through and through because it's a bit ridiculous, but also, you know, there are those things that he says that actually click into your brain and make you go, oh, huh. So I can't tell which is which. I, you know, I came across him and I was just like, this fucking guy is ludicrous. You know, he just posts up a bunch of shit. And also the way he talks about certain situations and to people, it's just, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm still, I'm still contemplating my feeling, but I'll definitely let you know. But yeah, I just thought it was the funniest shit to play this because I just wanted to know what the fuck is going on. But yeah, he straight up also said that the reason why aliens having came down here is because they're thinking, what the fuck? And with that, I do 100% agree. Oh my gosh, can you guys hear the shower going on? <laughs> but yeah, I absolutely agree with him on that topic. Because it is true, our intellectual, any intellectual side to anyone now really doesn't exist. But what shocked me about what he was saying is that he's rarely met people that has read any fucking books, but also have met those people that read over have read over 700 books being 21 or being 19 can you fucking imagine like we don't do any of that we do not do anything to incorporate or enhance our intellectual selves or or intellectually 
but instead we just feed our fucking shit with more shit and this is what i'm saying we have to we really do have to incorporate good habits but we don't do that anymore and the journey to self bettering yourself i feel goes lower and lower every fucking year or so but I don't know. I, I guess I'm still contemplating on how I feel about this guy. But, you know, to go on. He's just a bit much is all I'm saying. And I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. I will definitely. Once I'm clear on my feeling, I'm going to go in. So hopefully you're patient throughout that process. <laughs> Thinking about it, though, I do want to finish what he was saying. So I'm going to roll the clip because I just I'm fucking curious a guy who has amoeba for a brain and he clocks up 40 million you are god you're turning 74 this year and you're in more demand than ever you work hard high on life and my testosterone level is off the motherfucking chart men what they used to be. We got pretty shitty bullmouth. You're doing more here than creating wealth, Dan. I know. You give so much back to this this species. Yeah, so they, they got all sentimental. Can you also notice the change in music? Can we just play that? Hold on, I'll, I just need to go in on this one. Help get us to the next level. And I do think it's a matter of survival. And maybe you're going to end up saving us. As a, Correct. Human, as a human race. And then Buddha, Allah, Christ, and Pena, and then we'll just forget those three. Fuck! And maybe you're gonna end up saving us. I just Correct. didn't hear as that one more time. Race. And then Buddha, Allah, Christ, and Pena, and then we'll just forget those three. The fucking balls on this guy. I don't know. I, I still don't know how to feel about this guy. I, I literally need to do more of my research, but I've come across some of his videos. And to be honest with you, I thought at first this was like some sort of modern sort of preacher because we've had a few of those that really are just a bit fucking outrageous. But again... I thought that was this, and it turns out he's not now at all religious. And on top of that, very competitive with religion. But I don't know how to feel about it. I mean, he has some truth to how humanity is being, but also it's like, fuck, can you imagine to compare yourself to all these fucking, uh, that's out of this world. I'm just, honestly, I'm taken back. This is a genuine reaction because I didn't expect that. I, I came in not knowing almost anything about him and started watching his videos and was probably like 30, 40 minutes in and came across this one and it shook me. Gosh, the confidence, the confidence on that guy. Anyway, changing completely the conversation now because it's just... It trips me out. Anyway, but moving on from Pena, but still staying on the religion topic, I came across this video that for starters is confusing as shit, right? I don't think that I really 
understood what they were doing up until the second time that I saw this. So I'll just break down the video off the start. So for one, there's this heavier guy that's standing on top of a plank. And the reason why I say this, because he shouldn't even be doing that. If he gets like hurt, he's really going to get hurt. But anyway, he has these chains connected to the plank that he's standing over. And these chains are also connected to both of his wrists. Behind him is a guy that looks like he's part of a biker's club. Which, by the way, I already mentioned they're at a church. Do you also remember, for anyone who has ever been to a church, there was actual dress code. You know, just dress up and not so much dress down for the occasion. But it's just a trip to me that now it's so modern that you can, like, go in with snapbacks and... I mean, you can just, like, truly be yourself, though. <laughs> Almost. Almost. But anyway... The reason why I'm even talking about this, because I feel like this is a bit extreme, but listen to this, okay? So, okay, I'm going to play it, and it's basically church music. I don't know what religion yet, so I can't assume. But while the song is playing, he keeps yanking the shit out of these chains, and the plane keeps lifting up like it almost wants to sweep him off the floor, but he keeps, like, doing everything in his power to break these basically literal chains off this plank but just taking it a bit far into literal By the way, he's grunting because he's literally yanking the shit out of this fucking chain to break it off the plank. And he's having so much trouble doing it. Oh, it doesn't stop there. So when he yelled Jesus, I actually did manage to break off that chain from the plank. But now he's like spreading them out to like break off the chains now from his wrist, which I thought they were only connected to the plank, but apparently not. Yeah, major ouch. I saw that and it literally almost hurt me. But I'm not bashing it. I'm just a little way too much though, right? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, and then speaking of trippy shit. So on this one, for example, which I'm now about to talk about, I don't know if I'm either going to get really mad or just mad. But either way, you've been warned. So you got me? But did you know that in Dubai, they're actually offering at salons an option for you to add a chip onto your nails to make it easier to pay? <sighs> okay. 
So if anyone is agreeable to this or were to entertain the idea of actually adding the chip to your nail to make it more convenient for you to pay anywhere, my question is, um, why? And I don't know what bothers me the most. If people are just that much lazy now to pick out your wallet or phone to pay, but it's so fucking ridiculous at the fact that we have all this technology and we have resources and what you choose to offer is something so fucking small that it's really talked about like it's massive in news and it's like the new technology that is happening when it's like oh ah! we're so backed up with information that it's insane to me that our topic we choose to talk about is shit that is going on with in Dubai that they actually offer chips to go inside of the nail. Whether it's Dubai or anyone anywhere else, I think we can do better. But <sighs> again, it's frustrating and I shouldn't get this frustrated, but I do because it's like why don't you release productive shit that's actually going to help unless but it's like almost we're getting comfortable with the idea of becoming more and more lazy more and more reliable to technology when it's like come on right we already do that enough but to add a chip onto your fucking now it seems a little ridiculous but again i guess i shouldn't yuck anyone's yum and I shouldn't even, like, get all upset at the creation that they're talking about with this. But, uh, we can do better. Let's not settle for less is all I'm saying. Jeez. I'm definitely going to name this segment Random Rants. Which I feel like that should be a thing now. Because every time I talk about hot button issues, I tend to get too worked up. <sighs> but I guess I don't want to get worked up. It's just, I think, what annoys me out of, out of everything when it comes down to Dubai doing these things at salons. It's not even the chip itself that annoys me. I feel it's how it's presented. And I know, I know, I know. I said I wasn't going to talk about it anymore. And I wasn't going to bring up uh, that guy, Daniel Pena. But I honestly now have to bring it up. And here's why I get so upset. So I'll explain. You got me? So the thing is... When it comes down to this advertisement, right, where they're saying, and in Dubai, now you can add a chip to make it convenient for you to pay at all these fucking places, and, you know, we're going to charge you a little bit extra, but no big deal, because it's going to be convenient when every time you pay. So that sort of thing, right? You get excited about that, and we're supposed to be so advanced. I feel it's so annoying the way it's presented. We're supposed to gobble that shit up, and the fucking sad thing is that we are. Now, again, not yucking your yum. But don't make it sound like it's ground fucking breaking news and you're presenting this bullshit feature in addition to getting your nails done. You can add a chip to pay. Which, really? You're that fucking lazy to not grab your wallet? What? What? But it's fine, right? Again, not yucking anyone's yum. But the thing that did stood, like stood out to me outside of all the bullshit and entitlement of this character Daniel Pena right so there's some truth to him but also he's just like too much for my taste like he's way too much so aggressive 
such high in energy that I, I just like my personality can sit through it so much. But the thing that did stood out to me about him, number one, he's really old. He's 74, but also there comes so much knowledge with that. There's so many different experiences. The way his point of view will always be his point of view, right? But to hear that out loud is rather interesting to me because this is someone that his, has made himself, right? Whether talking shit or not. And I'm talking about John. I mean, John. <laughs> I'm talking about Daniel Pena, which is, again, also known as the trillion dollar man. So he supposedly is self-made, right? But not only by being self-made, but he's already seen humanity as them being doomed. And hearing that from someone that is so much older that has seen the world evolve and now to see it at a fucking, like we're stuck, right? We're not evolving. We're not improving. Better yet, we're becoming more lazy and dependable on technology when it shouldn't be that way all that much, right? I mean, things should be easy, but not like in the forms that we're getting in. So I think that's what frustrates me the most. It's more the advertisement. It's just don't fucking make it seem like it's groundbreaking fucking news. And that's it. Now, now I can officially move on. So I guess I'll, that, but that's part of, I guess this would be part two of my random rants. So just, okay, I'll start. Anyway, so for songs. I almost know and I have the biggest gut feeling that I've recommended this song probably more than once, but I'm going to stick to it for valid reasons and I'll explain to you why. So for one, the song is fucking bitchin', right? But for two, the lyrics are insane. It's going to be Desert Kisses by Susie and the Banshees. The part to the lyrics that get me the most is where she sings, Trapped Again in still life motion sinking down with just my sound sinking down running on the moving ground mm-hmm. and then sinking down sinking down and i'm like gonna sing because that's not my fucking forte but yeah oh. the second song is going to be sick child by Susie and the banshees where do i even start when it comes to this band I think this band, Susie and the Banshees, is the most vintage band for me. And it's something that I would always hold special. If no one has listened to her, just stop what you're doing and go now. And it may not be for everyone, but it's definitely a fucking special band. And their emotion just itself behind it, it's so incredible. But Sick Child in particular has such fucking lyrics that the song from the beginning where it starts off it's just intense but listen to this okay Seriously, talk to me about a comparable band. You just cannot. But anyway, I just had to show you that small piece of 
the force in her voice that she uses for yes i know for a fact i'm getting overly excited but it's honestly <sighs> that fucking band is amazing but anyway thank you so much for listening take good care hug a tree get in tune with nature go sunbathe go moonbathe um do it all honestly and yeah be well be kind but take no shit sending you all caffeine to your blood streams and thank you for virtually hanging out um bye